This is episode 92, My Most Helpful Lifestyle Habits. What's up? I'm Trent with Fight, Heart, Body, and Soul. This is where we train Jesus followers to fight for their health, heart, body, and soul. And I'm in this fight with you. Let's train to fight. What's up, fighters? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Trent Childers, certified transformational nutrition coach, speaker, podcaster, husband, cat owner. Most importantly, I'm a Jesus follower, and that's the root of the show. I'm looking to bring awareness to the importance of Christians, people who follow Jesus, actually being mindful of their health and taking care of it and realizing that they glorify God through doing that. And I realize that one of the most helpful things that I can do for you is to share with you what has helped me the most in my health journey. I know as a guy who loves to listen to people in the holistic health field, I love hearing when they get personal and share the habits that they have because I know that the habits they live out contribute to the person that they are. One of my good friends, he's a preacher, and he said something like, your habits, you become your your habits or who you are. I I, I messed that up. (laughs) It's something like that. Your habits become who you are, that they they form you into the person you're going to be. So basically, your habits help define you because the things that you do in your life, all of those things combined together, they make up the kind of person you are, the habits you have and don't have. It's all about habits, really. Habits equal the character that you have. Habits allow your... You, I'm stumbling on my words, but habits are what allow you to rewire your brain. They mold you, mature you. More importantly, it's habits that bring you to looking more like Jesus. They're habits, spiritual disciplines, and just positive, healthy habits. So what I'm going to do is share with you my most helpful uh, don't really know that I'll fit them all in. There's so many things that help me and then you could get into different areas even and look at habits within that realm but i'm going to cover some that have helped me the most that are really vital to my routine and i believe that these contribute to helping me feel great when i feel great (laughs) and i I recognize and with us and, and i i say us me and kelly our marriage we're we're willing to spend a little more money on supplements or healthy food because we look at it as an investment. It's an investment. And I'm all about being wise with money and saving money and discipline disciplining yourself financially, getting out of debt for all of those things. 
But there's an old saying, you get what you pay for. And what you in, invest in your health is critical. And if you don't invest anything in it, and you don't have certain habits because you claim, oh, they're too expensive, um, you know, I, I don't think that that's going to fly. That's not it's not a valid excuse. Now, of course, all these habits don't cost money. A lot of them are free, but some of them do involve supplements and using certain products and stuff like that. I'm going to get into all that. So this show is all about my most helpful lifestyle habits. Now, before we get into that, I want to just comment briefly on the word lifestyle. The reason I say a lifestyle habit is because lifestyle habit is a habit that is ingrained into your life. It is part of who you are. It helps define who you are. A person's lifestyle habits define them. I did a whole show on this uh, episode 82 i'll link it in the show notes called changing your lifestyle now in this journey of life we should be growing and changing as needed and you can't do that without lifestyle habits now about this lifestyle deal the reason a lot of people aren't successful with their nutrition is because they go on this diet mentality they're on the diet boat or diet train or diet golf cart i don't know why i said that it's <laughs> thinking outside of the box but when they have this i'm not against the word diet per se this is the mentality that i am against restricting yourself for time and then that time ending going back to your normal unhealthy ways and then you binge in order to compensate for depriving yourself when you were quote dieting and this is a cycle for a lot of people you see it you may even be living it in your life have people close to you who are now you know when they're on a diet um, they're not eating this not eating that and then a few weeks later maybe even less than that they're they're right back at it and then maybe some months later oh, i'm going on a diet well the difference between that and a lifestyle change is a lifestyle change Somebody who has embraced a healthy lifestyle change, they're eating healthy most all the time. It's a part of who they are. And they've learned how to prepare healthy food in a way that they enjoy it. And they don't view eating healthy as deprivation because they've invested the time to learn what they enjoyed in a healthy in a healthy way how to prepare healthy food in a way they can enjoy it everybody can do that if you say you don't like quote healthy food you're just fooling yourself you haven't tried it in a way you like it or you're just justifying continuing to eat unhealthy food whatever the case is so a healthy lifestyle looks like this i'm always mindful of pouring nutrients into my body and when i do indulge in something that i don't eat all the time otherwise wouldn't eat i do it mindfully consciously intentionally and then after i eat it i'm not in a place of guilt and i i return back to my normal lifestyle that food's not a part of it but that doesn't mean every now and then i can't eat it so it's all about a lifestyle change these are the habits that most help me in my life and their lifestyle habits the order is not really particular uh, ranked or anything like that the first habit 
is morning hydration. Morning hydration. Okay. You you hear me talk about this, drink your water in the morning. It, this is critical. And for somebody who's ready to transition into a healthy lifestyle, I recommend starting with this small change because it's small. It's not hard. It's not hard. And um, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs here of water. I'm going to link an episode of the Model Health Show by Sean Stevenson. Stevenson. <laughs> awesome guy. I have an autographed copy of his book, Sleep Smarter. But he has a master class on water like he breaks water down what concerns we have about our tap water and the best sources for water where should you get your water how should you filter filter your water and all that stuff i'm not going to break all that down i'll say you need to invest in in a good filtered water pitcher at the very least and that's what we have we don't have a reverse osmosis water filtration system in our home that's what i want we don't have that but you can invest in a good water pitcher that's got a filter you replace them out something better than brita and and just make a small investment you get them for like 30 bucks keep the filter changed out uh, that's a decent option and and you can do that but if you really want to delve into all that i recommend listening to that episode and i'll uh, i'll link it up for you you don't want to drink out of plastic bottles too much understand when you're on the road things happen glass is best so if you're going to work or something it's good to have a glass bottle but as far as this habit's concerned this is morning hydration so what i'm talking about is drinking water as soon as you get up you know you have to use the restroom go do that first you don't want to have an accident in your pants in the name of getting your water it's a good but you want to drink water first just the other night i was talking to a good friend of mine and he was talking about how he has coffee as soon as he wakes up um, in the morning and don't don't talk to me until i get my coffee you know you've heard the whole spiel and i said may i suggest something to you do you think you could drink a glass of water before you have your coffee and it's it's like he looked like that would have been hard for him. I'm like, don't tell me you can't drink a glass of water before you have your coffee. And what really got me thinking about this, it was around 2014 or 15. I was watching a YouTube video and this guy was explaining why you should drink water before your coffee in the morning. And it really caught my, caught my interest and uh, at that time, I think I was doing green juice about, uh, in the morning. Uh, I think I was then. But I don't think I was taking my morning hydration that seriously then. So this video really got me thinking about it. And with me, I, I don't have a colon. And you may or may not know that listening to me. Uh, from listening to my show, you may be listening and you don't know that. But I don't have a colon. In 2014, I had it removed due to complications of ulcerative colitis. And that's what got me more interested in health and, and all that stuff. But not having a colon, it's even more critical for me to stay hydrated. And I'm more susceptible to dehydration than the normal Joe. So I, I'm really mindful about drinking water. But through the night, you may not realize this, 
Through the night, our bodies are working really hard doing all kinds of stuff to repair and to cleanse, get our body ready for the next day. And you're not taking in water during all this time. And when you get up in the morning, you really need water to set yourself up for a good day. And you put yourself, your back against the wall the longer you go without it during the day without without drinking it. So that what this is what I recommend. <laughs> recommend. Get up and room temperature water. Okay, it's, it's better for your system. Room temperature water. I used to warm it. I really don't anymore. Uh, we keep our water at room temperature. Keep the picture pitcher on the counter. We don't refrigerate it. And now that we've done that for a while, we don't even... Cold water is kind of too much for us. But just have... A, a tall glass, as tall as you can stand, really, of plain water. Just at least one tall glass of plain water. And then you can graduate to putting the juice of half a lemon in there. Although, I recommend having the glass of water straight first. And then, if you're able, you know, I, I agree you need to ease into this. If you're not used to drinking water first thing, um, I don't know how it's going to hit you. But you need it, all right? So one glass and then another one, squeeze the juice of half of a lemon in there. But I recommend start out with one, all right, and see how you feel. Before your coffee, before anything, one glass of water, all right? Uh, This is going to really, really help your health more than you may realize. Getting hydrated in the morning is serious business. Now, it's not going to solve all your problems, no one thing will, and if anybody claims that, they're uh, not telling the truth. But <laughs> having a glass of water, hydrate, all right, hydrate, drink water. I recommend that you work your way up to like two glasses, two tall glasses of water, and uh, incorporate the lemon. If you really want to get wild, you in the last glass, you can throw some apple cider vinegar in there. To help you, help your digestion, get the juices flowing, um, and stuff like that. All right, so hydrate first thing in the morning. Very important. One of my most helpful habits, especially for me, not having a colon. Really critical for me. And I don't know, there's maybe someone listening who also doesn't have one. And uh, man, this is super important. All right, so first habit, hydrate in the morning. Drink water as soon as you get up. Okay. Next one, drinking the green juice. Now, I do this all in one smack. So, right after my water, I do my green juice. All in one go. One round, whatever you want to call it. Um, If I'm working out, I have been putting my green juice, green powder, in with my pre-workout shake. But, um, if it, I don't. I don't always do that. Sometimes I just put it in water. But this is the reason. I'm going to link another show for you, um, episode 67, all about supplements. And here's the truth about it. We live in a different world, and nutrients aren't as available available as they once were. And I break all this down in that episode. Most people get their food from the grocery store, and the nutrients have been depleted. Um, at least some, since the food was harvested. And that's just a reality. And then if you're eating the standard American diet, you're seriously setting yourself up for a total nutrition deficiency smackdown. 
One of the best ways to flood your body with bioavailable nutrients is to drink a green powder supplement. It's going to be loaded with nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. Now, I consider my green juice drink my multivitamin. I don't take, you know, a multivitamin pill. Most of them store-bought are like synthetic and don't really give you the benefit you need. Not to say that there aren't any good ones in existence, but I, I view this as my multivitamin because I know I'm getting a lot of nutrients. And what it, this is what it's doing for me. It's giving me a jump start on my nutri- nutrients uh, for the day. You ever seen Nacho Libre? Where uh, I said that so Southern. <laughs> Nacho Libre. But I love my fa- probably my favorite line is where... And Nacho's talking to, it was his uh, partner there, Stephen. And um, he had told him to go eat that eagle egg and give him super eagle powers. And he said, the eagle eggs were a lie, Stephen. They give me no eagle powers. They give me no nutrients. <laughs> I love that. They didn't give him any nutrients, he said. But you need those. So I look at this as my multivitamin. So it gives me a jump start on getting my nutrients for the day. If you think about how a lot of people start their day with eating a typical breakfast, I mean, Pop-Tarts, are you serious? Your back's against the wall as far as getting your nutrients for the day. Now, important clarification. This isn't a substitute for eating your veggies. So it's not like, hey, I drank my green juice. I'm not going to eat veggies. No, you need the veggies. You need the fiber. Um, this green juice is giving you all your nutrients for the day. It's giving you a nice jump start. Very, very important, okay? Drinking a green juice in the morning. Uh, this habit, it, for me, is indispensable. I'll go without something else t- to have this habit. What we currently drink, we changed brands, actually. We now drink Amazing Grass. Amazing Grass. We really like this brand. And I'll link up that that product for you uh, when you're looking for green powder what i recommend is to find one that has both spirulina and chlorella in it and i talk about these ingredients in episode 78 five food sources that can boost your nutrition but these are like two powerhouses one two punch and when you get a green powder with both of these in there that's what you want all right so i drink I put a scoop in either water or my pre-workout. Boom, I drink it. And some of them will have green green tea in there, so just be mindful that they got a little caffeine. If you're wanting to do no caffeine at all, you can find powders easily without it. But just need to read up and look. If if that's if you, if you're really sensitive to caffeine, you don't want any. That's cool. If you don't mind some, then uh, it's not a lot. Uh, the ones I know of. It's either from uh, green tea, usually. It's not a, not a lot. All right, so that's what I do. After I drink my water, then I take my scoop of green juice, and I drink that. All right, next, lifestyle habit. These are the most helpful lifestyle habits for me. Now, confession time. Here lately, I haven't been doing great at this next one. If I could confess to you... I've been in a little bit of a slump as far as this goes, and 
but the good news is I'm really recognizing it and uh, I'm working on working on it. I'm talking to people about it. I've started journaling about it and I'm very hopeful that uh, I'm going to work through it. And uh, you need to be hopeful too that you will. If you know, you may be struggling. But this next one is really critical, and when I do it consistently, it makes a difference. But this is gratitude, prayer, meditation, practice. Okay, gratitude slash prayer slash meditation. All all three kind of together. Now, this is a really good place to emphasize that this is a journey, and it's really easy to beat ourselves up over not doing something right or perfect what you want to do what we want to do is to learn what we should where we are and allow ourselves to grow while accepting and giving ourselves grace these habits are really critical to rewiring our brains and preparing us to look more like Jesus during the day. All right, so this gratitude, prayer, meditation practice. its That's the foundation for my belief system, is looking more like Jesus, or at least that's the goal. We want to look more like Jesus. He's who we follow. And my approach is designed for, for people who follow him. Oh, okay, so this is what I do. And when I do it, <laughs> uh, when I'm consistent with it, but this is what I recommend and find, you know, find the variation of this that works for you. So this is after I've hydrated, I write my seven principles in my journal. Now, if you don't have a journal, you can get one for really cheap, go to Walgreens or Target or something, wherever, whatever, wherever's your thing. And even on Amazon, get your little journal. Um, if you really want to go cheap, get your 50 cent little notebook at the dollar store, whatever. You just need paper, okay? And if looks are important to you, you can get a nice journal. Regardless, you need one. And I recommend choosing at least five principles by which you're going to live your life that you know you need to live your life by. This is the way you choose this list. Think about what is most important in life in terms of following Jesus and think about what you're struggling with that you know you need help in living. Okay, and we ha- if, we're, if we're Christians, we have the Holy Spirit to help us. This is my list. I chose seven. And I really like the number seven. It's nice and biblical. It's cool. I have seven fighting principles on my website. Uh, but anyway... That those aren't these. These, the ones you will write in the morning, they're just principles by which you're going to live your life. Okay. And and you'll choose them according to you and your life and what you're struggling with and all that stuff. These are the ones I write every morning. They're, and they're specific. They're really more like specific action steps. All right, specific steps or... Um, things that you do that you live okay struggling a little (laughs) but these are the seven number one i seek god's will okay and they're all present tense for me they're present tense as if they're being lived out it's happening number two i love and honor my family especially kelly she's my wife okay i underline 
especially Kelly. Underline it. That's important. She's my wife. I have vowed to care, love, honor her. I vowed, so I underline it. It's important. Number three, I love my neighbors. Number four, I manifest humility. Number five, I manifest integrity. Number six, I listen well to others, especially Kelly. So I underline well, and I underline especially Kelly. The seventh one, I manifest courage. So I made this list thinking what's most important to God, what are the most important character traits to following Jesus, and what do I struggle with? So, for example, humility is at the foundation for everything Jesus taught. So I'll put it there. I struggle with listening. It's been a struggle of mine, and I know how important it is. I've come a long way, but i got a long way to go. So I'll put it on there because I need to listen to people. I need to be quiet and listen. Put courage on there because sometimes I can be fearful and not do what I know I need to do. We all need courage. Okay, and that that is foundational to Christianity as well. I heard my good friend Benfield, uh, Matthew Benfield, give a sermon and uh, see if I get this right. He was talking about courage and he said the difference between a guy that goes into a cave with a dragon in it, um, two guys who go into a cave with a dragon in it, the difference is the one with courage knows that it's in there and the one without courage doesn't know that the dragon's in there but they both go into the cave i think i got that right um but hearing the context around around it his explaining that would be more helpful <laughs> but but courage is it's foundational really to following jesus it's really a a foundational trait we don't talk about as much it seems. But regardless, those are my seven. Now, after you write those, this is what I recommend. And, and now the order of this will depend on you. You can mix that up, you know, according to what works best for you. We're all different. So make this list based on your root convictions and where you know you need to grow. Now, you need to make a gratitude list. I just did an entire show on gratitude and make a note here to link that for you if you're listening to this um, and you hadn't listened to the gratitude episode it's the show right before this one so it was episode 91 this is 92 check that one out and i give a lot of pointers for making your gratitude list Excuse me, I actually yawned. It's 2.56 in the afternoon. <laughs> but what I do before that is I explain why gratitude even matters. Why it even matters. And it's not just some fad, if it seems like that to you. And I break it all down in that show. But gratitude is is just central. And you really, I'll challenge you on this. You won't find a happy person who is grateful, who is not grateful, not grateful and you won't find an unhappy person who is grateful you won't do it because they they clash with each other they clash and also being grateful is the opposite of complaining and i did a whole show on that 
with my friend Amberlyn Harrison. She wrote a book called The Complainer's Journal. Let me make a note to link that for you. That was really a great, man, that was a good episode. Really good episode with Amberlyn. Let's see here. Uh, So check that one out. I'm going to link. It was a recent one. But what I was saying, I was explaining this to a friend at work the other day. If you want to be grateful, then you need to be mindful of getting complaining out of your life. And if you want to get complaining out of your life, having this lifestyle habit of gratitude, prayer, meditation in the morning is going to help you do that. Because when you fill your head with this in the morning and you let God take control of guiding you and you fill your mind and heart with gratitude and and you meditate and you calm your mind and you give thanks to God and all these things in the morning, you are helping yourself to not complain throughout the day. So it's all connected together. Complaining is toxic to gratitude. You, you you can't be grateful at the same time you're complaining about something. And you probably know somebody who complains all the time, it seems, or most of the time. And um, these people have virtually no gratitude or very little gratitude in their lives. So this is so important. And from the aspect of Christianity, following Jesus is about a a huge part of it is about remembering what he's done for us what he did on the cross i mean what he did in creation what he did on the cross what he's doing in our lives now and what he's going to do when he makes everything right again it's remembering that and when we forget that that's when we are more likely to rebel when we forget we mistreat our spouses when we forget how grateful we are, how grateful we should be, what they've done for us, what they mean for us. When we get that out of our heads, it's easier to be mean to them. Same thing for everybody. All right. Now, making your gratitude list in the morning, keep this simple. And in that show, I give you a lot of pointers. But I'll say briefly here, God should be first. I write the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And then my wife is second. And my goal with her is to write something different about her every day. And that's the main tip I'll give you is when you make this list, don't write the same thing every day because you don't want to get burnt out and you don't want to not feel grateful and just do it to say you've done it. Now, the principles, you're writing the same principles every day because you're wiring your brain to live these out. But with gratitude, you want to think about as many things as possible you have to be grateful for. So you stay grateful. And to do that, you need to really think about it and get creative. So you think about people who have helped you lately. Um, Things that have helped you lately, like um, different habits even, or products that have helped you. Your job. Why are you grateful for your job? That you have shoes on your feet. Toilet paper. I mean, that's, hey, how underestimated is that? Take toilet paper out of your life and then uh, call me in the morning. (laughs) Just mix it up. Keep it fresh, okay? Make sure that there's something different about it every morning. And if you're married, I challenge you to write something different 
about your spouse every morning. It could be something they've done recently, something they told you yesterday, the way they look they looked at you even, or how they help you, or how they encourage you. You know, on and on, whatever. Keep it fresh. All right. And then you need you need prayer. And I really suggest praying scriptural prayers, not um, in how they're worded, like scriptural, agreeing with the Bible, but I mean prayers from the Bible. You could get the Book of Common Prayer, stuff like that, but I like the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9 through 11, and Psalm 139, 23 and 24 is one of my favorites. I like to pray these, and I think... uh, a foundational prayer is for God to align your heart with His will. Okay, for God to align your heart with His will. That's critical. That's what we want. Oh, excuse me, hiccuped. <laughs> That's what we want. We want to align our hearts with His will. And then what I like to do and recommend is to breathe deeply, reflecting on that. So reflect on your heart aligning with His will. And then, you know, before that, pray about other stuff that you need, that that needs to be prayed about in your life. And you know what that is. You know the people for whom you know you should pray and all that stuff. And I recommend some deep breathing while you reflect. Now, if you're an essential oils user, you can rub some oil in your hand and cup it over your mouth and breathe deeply. I like to do that. But I like 528 breathing. You may have heard me say this. You breathe in through your nose for five seconds, hold it for two seconds, and exhale for eight. The first time I did this, I, I, it was amazing how relaxed and calm I felt. I was just like, wow. And I got it from the book, The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. It's a good book. But man, this, this breathing technique is the real deal. It's five, two, eight, breathing. And at first, it's going to be difficult to exhale for eight seconds, but you can do it. Okay, just to recap where we are, my most helpful lifestyle habits. The first one's morning hydration, drinking water first thing in the morning. Green juice, okay, green superfood powder. And then gratitude, prayer, meditation, practice. Okay, next. A protein shake or you could call it a superfood smoothie whatever okay this is why i recommend this because just like the concept behind the green juice you want to get your nutrients in in a big way in the morning but i recommend low carb in the morning now i'm not a low carb guy uh, right now, I'm working on gaining muscle mass, and I'm not on the keto bandwagon. I'm not on, and I'm not knocking. Um, maybe I should have said that. I don't want to get into the controversy. I think there are certain times keto can be helpful. I'm not an advocate of doing it all the time. But my goals right now, especially in gaining muscle, I, I'm not low carb at all. But for breakfast, I am a fan of low carb generally. Now, when I do a really hard, heavy weight workout in the morning, I'm going to have like sweet potatoes or, or, or something like that. But generally, I think to set your blood sugar 
on the right track for the day, I think a low carb breakfast is is good, a good go to, and especially if you're working on weight loss. And one of the greatest ways to do this is a shake, and one of the greatest ways to get a lot of nutrients in is a shake, and and it helps you to avoid a lot of the problem foods we have for breakfast waffles pop tarts biscuits and gravy stuff like that that we process cereals stuff with ultra high heat pasteurized milk and all this stuff um, now you can make some good gluten-free waffles but if you're transitioning out of this and those are the things you've been eating for breakfast a shake is just the way to go for you because it's going to help you to retrain your palate and get on the right track. But I love having protein shakes. And, and I drink them now because of, of my goals. I'm working on gaining muscle mass. But in the morning time, um, it's really really great way to set yourself up for a win. This habit is very helpful for me and my wife. And what you want in every meal is a combination of protein, fat, and fiber. And this is an excellent way to do it. I'm going to tell you what you can put in there to do that. And as I mentioned, helps you to retrain your palate. Listen to me. I'm speaking as a guy who used to eat Taco Bell and drink 40s on the weekend. Yeah, that's me, okay? <laughs> now, it's been... It's been since 2004 that I've had a 40 or any alcohol but I continued eating very terribly after that and uh, had a lot of Taco Bell and I'm telling you you can retrain your palate I, you need to understand I'm not speaking as a guy who doesn't get it I used to crave Taco Bell Burger King Wendy's, Backyard Burger, Papa John's Pizza, all that type of stuff. I used to crave that. Mountain Dews, Chili Cheese Fritos, okay? I'm the guy that had a craving for those things, and now they they seem kind of disgusting. Taco Bell seems really disgusting. That Like, there's no desire at all for me to eat it. A soda... I would rather hug a cactus than drink a soda. And I would probably throw up. Because you remember the guy that did the documentary Oversize, or Supersize Me, not Oversize Me. Supersize Me? He had McDonald's every day, like for every meal, for like 30 days or something. And the first meal he had, he threw up in the parking lot. And there's good reason to believe the reason he threw up was the soda. It's all that sugar from the soda. Because this guy was like vegan or something. And then he goes out and does this. Yeah, it's bad. But what I'm telling you is you can retrain your palate. I'm, there's hope. A chiropractor I heard say years ago said God didn't make junk. Okay? He created bodies that heal, that grow. So this is what I do, what I recommend as far as protein... You don't have to call it a protein shake, superfood, smoothie, whatever you want to call it. A shimmy, you know, get it, shimmy shake, maybe not, okay. 
I usually use almond milk as the base, unsweetened. I actually prefer raw milk. And I did a whole episode on dairy, and I'll link that for you. Uh, but for almond milk, we like the Califia brand, if I'm saying that right. Califia. And I'll link that for you. But um, we don't really have, there probably is a raw milk source somewhere around here. The one we were using, they stopped delivering for a time. No, they stopped delivering in this area, period, for whatever reason. But anyway, um, look into that. If you can get a raw milk source, that's best. But almond milk's fine. That's what we're currently using. So you get your base liquid. You don't want to use traditional milk from the store. And I'll explain why in that episode. I'll link up for you. But it, it, it's not even the real thing anymore. But raw milk is. Everything's intact. All right, now you want a, a good protein powder. Now, what I'm using is Garden of Life Sport Grass-Fed Whey. It's super important that the whey you get is properly sourced from grass-fed cows. Now, you can get plant-based protein powders, too. That's fine from, like, pea protein powder, stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, just find the main thing is that it's cleanly sourced. And Garden of Life, they add like probiotics in with theirs, which is really cool too. All right, now, so you got your liquid base, you get your protein. Now, you want to add in fiber and fat to your shake. So, for fiber, a really good option is berries. Berries strawberries blueberries raspberries whatever for fat you can do almond butter you can do coconut butter you know whatever you can throw nuts in there if you like that's fine um, or seeds you know you can put some flaxseed meal in there and if you want to go sweeter beyond that you can put like half a banana you know, with me, lifting heavy, the workouts I do, and, and the calories I'm looking to get, you know, I'll do a whole one. But if you're looking to lose fat, you, know, you may want to do half. You know, all, it's all about your goals. You can put a little local raw, raw honey or liquid stevia or whatever. So that that's the, the lifestyle habit of the shake in the morning. Very important, okay? One of my most helpful lifestyle habits. Okay, next. Healthy body movements. Healthy body movement. All right, speaking of shake. Get it? I did a... <laughs> I did... Come on, are you laughing? I did a whole episode on this, believe it or not. Episode 81. Healthy body movement. Listen to me. You need to move your body in the morning. You need to move your body during the day. But to get your day started, you need to move your body. Move your body. So many people dread working out, and they treat it like it's a plague or something. So I, I, I use the phrase, I was about to say phraseology. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> that's why I like the phrase healthy body movement. You need to find enjoyable ways to move your body. And God designed us to be active. He just did. 
He designed us to be active. I was looking at something, making sure we're on track here. Okay, so God designed us to move our bodies. And the more we're sedentary, that is sitting around, the worse our health is affected. There's a lot of research now around sitting too much. And if you've ever laid up sick for a few days, you realize how lying around really can set you back. I was in the hospital for like 11 weeks and laid up more than that before I went to the hospital. I was laid up at home and it was terrible. And you talk about hard to recover and bounce back from that. Did a number on my body, but the body's amazing. God created it and I did. I'm learning more and more to listen to my body. Um, I train hard, and when I feel somewhat beat down, I know I need a rest day. You need to listen to your body as well, but don't confuse being sore with needing to quit and give up. It's natural to feel sore, but just know you don't want to injure yourself and you know talk to a professional. But if you're new to exercise, you need to be careful and know your limits. Um, talk to a professional, somebody who knows what they're talking about. And But here's the point. Develop your goals and know what you want to achieve when it comes to fitness and moving your body. You need to move your body. And it, it, this may look like starting out walking 15 minutes for you. And if that's fine, if that's what you need to do, it's totally cool. But the reason I recommend doing it in the morning is it really gets your oxygen flowing in the morning. It sets you up to feel better. I know I heard Dr. Daniel Amen, brain expert, say that the um, your best bet for increased oxygen is exercise. And your brain needs a certain amount of oxygen to function properly. And your best bet for increased oxygen, he says, is exercise. So getting it in the morning is really great and there's also some research to show that it helps you sleep better at night much better option than working out in the evenings so move your body in the mornings okay this is definitely one of my most helpful lifestyle habits like working out for me it's a non-negotiable this morning i didn't feel like doing it but man i felt good that i did it afterward it's a non-negotiable this is if, like if you were to ask me how important working out, moving my body is for me, I couldn't even explain how important it is. Like right now, I'm lifting weights. I'm working on gaining muscle. But the point is you need to move your body. Now, I, I'll link that episode. Um, you can listen to it. Okay. Next most helpful lifestyle habit, preparing for bed. All right preparing for bed and if you haven't read the lifestyle health masterpiece sleep smarter you need to do that i'll link it i've linked it a bunch of shows i'm not going to stop nighttime rituals you could argue are just as important as morning rituals in my opinion and looking at screens right up until bedtime TV or phones, which phones probably be worse, uh, they really disrupt your melatonin production and they work against quality sleep. Caffeine consumption does the same thing. Now, I'm not talking about consuming caffeine at all. 
during the day. I'm talking about consuming it too late in the day. It disrupts quality sleep. And I did a whole show on coffee, believe it or not, and uh, I'll link that for you. But what we need to understand is what we do in the morning and throughout the day influences our sleep and our sleep in turn influences nearly everything i mean if, if your sleep's not on point you're not on point at really anything um all right let me see okay so this is what i do at night um, nights where we do turn on watch tv i turn the tv off i go to the kitchen and then the goal here is at this point no more phone all right and I like to start having stopped looking at my phone a little while before that. But if we do watch TV, and through the week, we don't we don't really as much, especially right now while Kelly's in school. All right, so I'll, I'll go to the kitchen, and by this time, you know, the phone time should be done. And I take my magnesium. Right now, I use magnesium drink called Natural Calm, and I take my probiotic with it. More than 80% of Americans, around at least 80, are deficient in magnesium. And I interviewed Dr. David Jockers, and he compared magnesium with water. He called it a life mineral. There's at least 330 biochemical reactions your body cannot do right without magnesium. Uh, okay, <laughs> big deal. I'm currently taking Young Living's Life 9 probiotic, but I really like... Garden of Life because they have soil-based organisms. The Primal Defense, I think it's called. And with probiotics, it's good to switch up anyway and keep it um, keep it diverse. There's so many different... Uh, what am I looking to say? Strains of probiotics that, that you need. After that, so I take my... Mag, I've turned off... Screens are off, okay? I've taken my magnesium and my probiotics and if you want to learn more about screens uh, I can link let's see what episode I'll link an episode for you I know I've talked about it um, put it on here okay I'm running myself to link it for you alright so you can delve into that uh, okay so screens are off. I've taken my magnesium. I've taken my probiotic. And then I go to the bathroom. I floss my teeth. And I brush my teeth. Currently we're using the Young Living Thieves Aroma Bright toothpaste. Now you know toothpaste have its do not swallow warning. I'm like, that's not right. You shouldn't have a do not swallow warning on something that you're brushing around inside your mouth it should be safe um, and, and you, totally you need a natural base toothpaste you do not need all this um, chem laboratory source stuff whatever's in there in, in their toothpaste it's like no you want naturally based tooth based toothpaste and you can even make your own with like coconut oil baking soda essential oil stuff like that we currently use Young Living's. We were using homemade toothpaste. It's called Thieves Aroma Bright Toothpaste. And on my website, 
you can click on essential oils in the menu and I tell you how you can become a member of Young Living. You can benefit from using their products. Uh, we love them. Um, anyway, we use it. And I was, for a while, I was really consistent of doing the charcoal. Art Naturals is the brand, but a charcoal natural tooth whitener, activated charcoal. And uh, I could tell a difference. I uh, used it for a while and. Um, I used it the other night too. For a while, it's very consistent, uh, but that's something really good for like a natural tooth whitener. Um, and I'll link that for you. So after I do all that in the bathroom, um, at some point during all this, I've taken the battery out of the Wi-Fi box. Okay, the Wi-Fi box. It may be called something else. Look, I'm not tech savvy. I'm gonna call it that. It's in our bedroom, and it puts off electromagnetic fields, okay? And you can look into that EMFs. Our body doesn't like them, and too much EMF exposure is associated with, like, cancer, stuff like that. And it can disrupt sleep. You know, phones put them off. That's why. Also, the phone is going to be out of the bedroom, all right, so we're talking about my most helpful lifestyle habits. The phone's out of there. It ain't in there. There's not a TV in our bedroom, nothing like that. And so I take the battery out of the Wi-Fi box because the AT&T lady told me I need to take the battery out three minutes before I unplug it to not mess up my Internet. So I do that. So at some point, I've done that, okay? And then most nights, I'll load the diffuser we have a young living essential oil diffuser we'll put purified water and whatever oil we're diffusing through the night whether it be cedarwood lavender stress away blend whatever before getting into bed i lie on my stomach and i do a stretch it really helps my low back i think it's like a modified yoga cobra pose or something like that and then I transition into a cat-cow, I think it's called that. I'm not a yoga expert, but I think that's what it is. And anyway, bottom line, I'm doing healthy stretching, okay? And uh, man, it's helpful for my low back. So I just lie on my stomach, and I, I raise, my, put my hands or elbows on the ground, and I raise my chest up, and I'm stretching my lower back. I, I love it. If I'm not just so exhausted and ready to sleep, I'll read. And I like to read fiction at nighttime. Okay, so these are some of my most helpful lifestyle habits. Others, you know, I use essential oils like throughout the day. So that's ingrained in my lifestyle too. I did a whole show on essential oils. I'm going to link that for you too. Let me make a note of that. Link essential oil. as i i'm doing a show i'm thinking of stuff i should link for you i don't always have it pre-planned like that so essential oils again you can go on roytrentchillers.com you'll see at the top on the menu you can click on essential oils and, and i'll tell you how you can become a part of the young living community now one of the greatest decisions we've ever made is being part of young living they're they're amazing they just had their convention um, i wasn't there this year but i was last year in utah it was really cool all right and then um you know i could talk about communication habits seeking to listen to people 
and uh, you got it. Did a whole episode episode on that. I'm gonna <laughs> on communication. Very important, and that's a habit. Look, it's all about habits. Listening well is a habit. You work on it. You practice it. And I have a long way to go on that. So there are other habits that are helpful, but these are the some of the most helpful ones. I'm telling you, you need to understand. These habits have transformed my life, okay? They've transformed my life. And I didn't even really mention reading Scripture. Um, that's huge. There's some Bible reading programs. I'll link some up for you there. Um, but that could be done in the morning, you know, with your gratitude, prayer practice, stuff like that. Um, typing. All right. These are some of my most helpful lifestyle habits. They have helped to transform my life. Okay? They're the reason that I feel good. That I feel good. Look, I rarely have a headache. I don't have stomach aches, really. I don't I don't have sinus infections. You know, sometimes I might feel a little cruddy, but man, growing up, even when Kelly met me, I had sinus infections chronically. I don't anymore. It's because of these habits. So take them seriously, okay? Realize that you're in a fight for your health. And if you're not signed up to my email community, you need to do that. You go to RoyTrentChilders.com. Scroll down to you see where you put your email in and do that. You'll get a free grocery shopping guide from me as a thank you for being part of it. Also, if this show's helping you, you're benefiting, I, I hope you are, then go to iTunes and leave a review. And on the show notes at RoyTrentChilders.com, you click on podcast, click on the episode, and scroll down. Um, at the bottom, I, I have a link. You can go leave a review. Look, this will really, really help me. And sharing it with your friends and family will help me. Okay. Remember, you're in a fight for your health. And please don't forget that I'm in this fight with you. <laughs>